I'm Angelo. Uh, I'm the lead singer of a band with two of my brothers, Michael and Eric, and our band is called Strings and Heart. And my name is Aiden. Welcome to Songs That Changed You. Great to have you with us. Wanted to start the show off with a bit of a shout out to Roger St. James. Uh, Roger hit me up on the email. You can get in contact at any time. AidenG at Hotmail.com. That's always in the show notes for those that want to uh, drop me a line. But uh, yeah, Roger hit me up and said, I recently found you as I was searching for podcasts and finding the show has been a great gift. You've brought back so many wonderful memories. I had the great honor of meeting and talking with so many of these artists at the time. Uh, Roger went on to tell me that he was a radio announcer in the 80s and 90s working on Christian radio and he's really been enjoying the show. Thank you so much. Love it. He also left a five-star review over on, uh, well, he didn't say, was it Apple Podcasts or Spotify? He just says he left one. That's good. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Roger. We do love all the loyal listeners, particularly those that do leave five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Now, I've seen the numbers. I know people listen all over the globe, which is awesome, but I am based in Adelaide, Australia. And today is an Australian exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Yeah, I'm very excited to have Angelo on from Strings and Heart. Let's do it. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Yes, it's songs that change you time once again. Excited to dive into another song that has had a significant impact on people's lives. Because we all have different songs that are here for different moments. And it's exciting to hear about what God's done through different music. And today, I'm joined by uh, Christian Indie Rock frontman for Strings and Heart, Angelo Espinoza. How you doing? How you doing, man? Hey, thanks for having me on. It's it's awesome to be here. And uh, yeah, this is surreal. Excited. First interview of someone in australia yeah it's surreal thank you for having me <laughs> well i'm excited i can kind of claim this a little bit like i've discovered you as far as australia is concerned like i'm <laughs> australian exclusive <laughs> yeah man appreciate it thank you this is awesome well why don't you tell people a little bit about your band uh for those that don't know um because you guys do awesome christian indie rock Yeah, I've been playing since, uh, let's say, I think 2019 is when we released our like first single. It was kind of off and on and off after that, but really just this year, be- a little before releasing the album, we were kind of like, all right, you know what, we're going in, we're going for it, let's, let's go all in. So now we're just kind of working hard at it. And uh, yeah, like I said, I have two brothers, their names are Michael and Eric, and our band is called Strings and Heart. And yeah, like you said, we're an indie Christian rock band, but we also like to have fun with other genres as well. And so... In our album, there's a there's a bunch of that. Well, you've got a few different genres covered for sure. I was listening through, and you know, you've got songs that are in Spanish uh-huh. that have got a real sort of Spanish flavor, and then you've got like the straight up sort of indie rock sort of stuff, similar to like I don't know the Killers sort of vibe. Yeah, you cover a wide range. 
so me and my brothers were Hispanic. Our parents are. Uh, my dad's from Mexico. My mom's from California, but with Hispanic heritage. And so we also have a reach with uh, Hispanic audience. Our first language is English because we were raised in the States. But yeah, we were like, you know what? We can, I'm not that good at speaking it, but singing it, I could do a better job. So I'm like, hey, why not reach even more people than we can with English? So let's do Spanish. Let's do some Spanish too. Fair enough. Well, today, what is the song that you've uh, chosen for us to discuss? So the song I've chosen that has really impacted me and changed me is the classic Jesus Freak by DC Talk. Goats, I've been doing this show for a year now, and I've been waiting for somebody to pick Jesus Freak from <laughs> DC Talk. I'm very excited for this. Now, this came out in 1995. Were you even born mm-hmm. then? No, no, I was Didn't born think in so. 2000. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born later on, but old enough to know what a CD is because my parents would put on a CD yep. in the car and. And the way that song impacted me was, you know, obviously musically, but also how it was like just different than everything else. You know, my parents, would, when they would put on Christian music, you know, we kind of just, me and my brothers just, we do what we're doing. And then we they put on DC Talk and it was just like, when they put that one, Jesus Freak, it's like the smells like teen spirit of Christian music. It was just, you know, we're like, whoa, that's, that's different. That's crazy. So, Yeah. I think that's a great comparison because, you know, music was pretty much all the same in mainstream culture as like glam rock and over the top rock and roll. And then Nirvana Mm -hmm. breaks through with this sort of like stripped back, grungy, we don't care, we just do it like this type vibe. And it was a little bit the same with Mm -hmm. DC Talk. Everything was very polished, very shiny. And then this song came through and it's got like this acoustic guitar beginning and then gets heavy rock and it's a great comparison and even in in the christian music you know like you said it was all polished up and and you know everything was like perfect but even in christian it was like hymns and you know so when dc talk came the reason i picked that song as well not just because of the music but just how they completely went to a different like music christian music was kind of going in this direction they're like okay we're gonna try this and with that came a lot of criticism yeah hey i mean nowadays when we release our song you know it's 2023 we released our rock song and we post it on instagram and you know you'll see a couple comments there of rock and rolls of the devil this is of the devil still wow so, um, yeah still well meanwhile i was just talking about jesus i mean literally singing about the cross in the second verse but i mean just imagine even then 1995 yeah they must have got a lot of it and so that the way that song really also impacted me was like don't be afraid to to do something if god's called you to something different or there's something on your heart that there's just there's a tug in it and you feel like you should go that way but everything's going this way which is actually something that I like before we released music was kind of like you know maybe i should just go the safer way but you know that really impacted me and inspired me of just like no like whatever god's putting in your heart like obey that go for it and, and don't be afraid to, to do something different and you know with the release of this album, it's been connecting and, and God's been really good and it's been amazing to hear the testimonies and, and the people, what they think of the music. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. The song is all about like not caring what people think and, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
whatever you say doesn't bother me. Is that something that sort of spoke to you at a young age? Like, did you feel connected on that sort of level? 100%. And I mean, my dad, my dad is, a, you know, he produces music. He's into music. I come from two sides of musical families. And so every time he put on songs, he would kind of give the history behind it. Really nowadays too, being unashamed for Jesus, there's a lot of Christian music also that's like, kind of wants to, I'm not going to name drop anything, but there's like kind of a trying to be in a middle ground where my dad calls it life music and not Christian music, where it's like, you don't know if he's talking about Buddha or Allah, like there's no mention of Jesus, maybe yeah, okay. not even God, but just kind of referencing him. And there's these guys, DC Talk, who is just unapologetically about Jesus and unashamed about Jesus. And besides in music, kind of just inspired me and also my brothers to live a life where it's like, don't be ashamed. Like, don't hide it. Like, of what Jesus did for us, like what he did was in public. So don't keep it private. Make it public as well. So, and definitely made us more like, not just in music, but in life to just be outspoken Christians and just be real with it. It sounds like your dad has good music taste and he's raised you sort of pushing his music taste yeah. in your life. I like hearing that because I feel like that's what I'm doing with my young boys. They're a fair bit younger than you, obviously. But awesome. like, I'm just sort of like slowly brainwashing them, like just slowly like introducing yeah. them to different things. And it's good to hear. It's good to hear it works out in the long run. Mm -hmm, yeah. So how long between hearing this song for the first time and then deciding, oh, I want to actually do this as well. I want to form a band and I want to start writing these kind of lyrics and making this sort of music. Um, during that time when I was 13 and 12, I loved music, but I also loved baseball. So I was doing both. And then by the time I hit, I think it was 16 or 17, that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to do music. But before then, um, I really hated music. Because, like I said, I, I came from two musical backgrounds, so music was a chore for me and my brothers. Sure. So we had a for hours every day, and I remember just hated it. I remember even telling my mom, I'm like, Mom, one day I'm going to buy a piano just so I can burn it, because I had to play a piano, just so I could burn it, because I hate <laughs> music. I don't want to touch an instrument. Like, <laughs> But then I heard DC Talk, and then I heard also a John Mayer album. I started listening to different things besides just what was on the radio. Yep. And that's why I really started to fall in love with music. And then in between that time, from when we started the band, like officially gave my life to Christ when I was, I was 18 years old. And so once I gave my life to Christ, because I love music, but I was like in that space of like, I don't know if I want to do Christian, just because my parents did or secular or whatever. And I was kind of in this lukewarm space. But then I gave my life to Christ. And I'm like, okay, I'm going all in. And who better to look up to than DC Talk? And for us, the vision is to really inspire all people but mostly in our generation um to inspire people to have an unquenchable and undignified fire for jesus and just to follow him with everything and, and the reason we named our album the secret place was just to, to go into that secret place because for us we, we grew up in church my parents were amazing but um when we were when we were home and growing up in church i learned myself kind of how to put a mask so i put a mask on in front of my parents uh in front of my friends at church just different masks being different people and once I realized the reality of my situation, I became kind of ashamed and disgusted with myself about how religious I was being. And I knew God was real, real because of what I've seen in my life. But I started to struggle because I felt like oh, God must be disgusted with me, ashamed of me. Like he probably wants nothing to do with me because of how I've been. So I try to find that fulfillment in other things, whether it was with 
a girl or whether it was with friends trying to distract myself, um, drinking alcohol. And I got to a really low point. I started struggling with depression and suicidal thoughts. And to make a long story short, I remember a friend invited me to a church. And I remember that night just had my first real encounter with Jesus. And I gave my life to him. And right there when I decided, I was like, just to for people to go in that secret place and not play the game of religion, you know, that that's the vision, really, just to be unashamed, to have a fire, to be undignified for Jesus. And, I think that's a story that a lot of people can relate to, particularly those that have been raised in a, a Christian household, because you have this battle almost of, you know, like, no, I want to do it my way. You have to sort of learn to figure it out for yourself as well as you're raised, as well intentions as anyone's parents can be and, and raised in, exactly. a, in a great Christian household. you got to find God for yourself. And I think there can be a few years where you're like, oh, that's just what we do in our household. Oh, well, that's just what my family believe. I don't know if I believe that too, but you do. You have yeah. to discover it for yourself. You have to find God for yourself in that, in that secret place, like you said. Exactly. Angelo, uh, I'm so pumped that we were the uh, first Australian people to, to chat with you. Angelo, thank you so much for sharing and, and chatting and uh, really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you. No, thank you for having me on. It was such an honor and it was really fun. Thank you. And go check out uh, Strings and Heart. Their debut album is out at the moment, Secret Place. And we're going to chuck on DC Talk, Jesus Freak now. Thanks so much, dude. Thank you.
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidng at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.